the muzzleloaders.com podcast, your source for all things muzzleloading. All right, welcome to the back to the muzzleloaders.com podcast. Uh, you're with me, Darren. We got Caleb, our customer service manager. Hey. Say hello, Caleb. How's it going? <laughs> and we have uh, Nate, our general manager, who's joining us for the first time. Nate, do you want to go ahead and introduce yourself? Uh, just kind of let us know what you do around here, things you like to do in your free time. So, Sure, you bet. Yeah, I'm the, as you said, I'm the general manager around here, just to help out with the uh, day-to-day uh, logistics and all the uh, fun stuff that you know, nobody really cares about. <laughs> <laughs> um, as far as uh, doing stuff for fun, uh, you know, I'm a long-range shooter, which I enjoy to do in my uh, spare time is not a ton you know I have <laughs> two girls that take up a lot of my time and sure and married so you know that uh so you have no free time <laughs> zero zero free time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. after long-range shooting and kids and wife that's it that's all i yep. got <laughs> uh you know obviously uh, i've been muzzleloader hunting for about 15 years uh love it it's tons of fun really excited about uh all the new muzzleloaders coming out this year um yeah, and you know, as far as just work goes, I would attribute most of our success to just the amazing team we have here, and uh, you know, just the relationships that we've built, and uh, that's really the key, I think. Yeah, absolutely. I think that uh, we're all happy to have you here. You're doing a fantastic job, and um, we're really excited to have you on the podcast. So, um, with that, we're going to be going over all of the new muzzleloaders for 2021, and yep. there is some really cool stuff that came out this year. So, we wanted to cover that for you guys. Uh, give you guys our take on all of it. Um, CVA and Traditions both have new things, mm-hmm. so we are going to be diving into both of those. We're going to st- start with Traditions. Um, they introduced a couple new things. They have the Elite XT Trigger in a couple of their models. They have the Vapor Barrels in a few of their mm-hmm. models, and we're going to kind of go over those respectively, talk about what those are, why they're important, what they're going to do for those guns that were already really good. Yeah. Um, and so, Nate, you want to go ahead and start us off with the Vortex Striker Fire Vapor? Sure, you bet. Uh, yeah, the Striker Fire Vapor is just a fantastic gun. Um, you know, it's it's got that longer barrel on it for, for getting that extended range mm-hmm. out there, uh, getting the longer shots. Uh, it's got the Vapor Barrel, as you said, uh, you know, which is new for this year. And, uh, yeah, just a really solid uh, uh, muzzleloader, I would say, for for those mid to to long range shots yeah i think that the nice thing about it is you have the versatility you have the uh 28 inch barrel you have the 30 inch barrel both available with the vapor um and the vapor is instead of a 1 in 28 which has been really common it's kind of been an industry standard Mm -hmm. um for a lot of years the vapor barrel is going to a 1 in 24 um so you're able to use some of those bullets that require you know just slightly higher ballistic coefficient uh you know sorry slightly faster twist um, you're able to get the better ballistic coefficient with those bullets. Yep. So it's just going to be a little bit, um, it's going to help you with your precision and accuracy. Uh, it's just really important as far as that goes. And Caleb, I know that uh, you have quite a bit of extensive knowledge in, in you know, Vortex Striker Fire in general, but uh, yeah. especially with the new Vapor stuff. Yeah, the, the Vortex Striker Fire is Tradition's top-of-the-line break action model. And, and as Nate said, yeah, perfect for mid-range, long-range, really anything up to 300 yards and beyond that, you know, the, the Vortex Striker Fire is ready to handle all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, I just love the the Striker Fire mechanism in general. And I know, you know, past Vortex have had the Striker Fire as well. Um, and it's not a traditional hammer, right? It's, yeah. it's like a slide cocking mechanism where you all you simply do is slide the hammer up and you're ready to shoot. Um, what's nice is you just press the, the button on top to decock it. So it's very, very safe. Um, and if you're in a very cold scenario um, where it's just snowing and, and 
raining on you or whatever, and you have an optic on there, you know, you can have just a heavy gloved hand and you're still able to, to slide and cock the ignition without having to, you know, fight that hammer spur and the hammer that's, that's oftentimes (laughs) tucked right up underneath the scope anyway. So yeah, and it's very safe and, um, yeah, very high end muzzleloader from traditions. Yeah. I mean, the Vortex Striker Fire Vapor is, is excellent. I mean, we've, we've always loved the Vortex Striker Fire to add the vapor barrel, uh, is just going to be that much better. And so really excited about that. Um, Caleb. So we also have the pursuit vapor XT. So we have a couple of things going on with the pursuit that are new. Um, still the same lightweight design that you're used Mm -hmm. to, but, uh, you want to dive into kind of what's new with the pursuit. Yeah. So, so, um, the traditions pursuit G four has been tradition staple mid range muzzleloader. Mm -hmm. Um, but now like with these new upgrades, they have the pursuit vapor XT. So it's the same great, um, pursuit design, very lightweight chromoly steel barrel, mm-hmm. but you're having that upgraded vapor barrel with the one in 24 twist, which as you expounded on Darren, just opens up the the different types of bullets you can use. Um, and those bullets that do require that faster twist rate, you're able to accommodate those and get the better BC out of them. Mm-hmm. Um, the pursuits actually, or the pursuit, pursuit vapor has that new elite XT trigger that you mentioned as well. Uh, just a crisper trigger. It is, it is an upgrade. Um, what's nice with these pursuits is they're keeping the price points generally the same. So you're getting the, the barrel upgrade, you're getting the trigger upgrade, um, but it's right around the same price point as, as the original one. So yeah, it's, it's just a great value. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's awesome. I mean, still the same under six pounds, which oh, yeah. is the huge, the, the lightweight design is really the, the big kicker with the uh, pursuit G kicker, no pun intended. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's the big, that's the big appeal with the pursuit G four is you just have that lightweight design. And Nate, I know you're super into backcountry hunting and you oh, know yeah. that every, every pound you're carrying your rifle is a pound less yeah. of something. Every you ounce. That you, yeah. Every ounce. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, and that's what you're saving with the, the pursuit is you're saving pounds, you know, you're saving yeah, a lot yeah. of weight that you can redistribute elsewhere, things you need. Um, and I know we've talked to a lot of people that are super, just super excited about that one to 24 twist. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh man. Yeah. That's, it's going to be pretty sweet. Um, they also brought in the traditions Buckstalker XT, mm-hmm. uh, which is pretty sweet. Uh, the Buckstalker XT is, uh, again, similar design, but it is featuring the uh, elite XT trigger. So mm-hmm. you're getting, like Caleb said, relatively the same price point, but you're getting the elite XT trigger, which when we got those in, um, we did get some of those in the other day and we were just, you know, playing with the triggers. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I mean, there's just virtually no creep. I mean, you have your take up and it's just a, you know, very, very crisp trigger, which yeah. is really nice when you're talking about trying to be as precise as possible, um, and just mitigate as much of that, uh, that play as, as you can. Um, so really excited that they're integrating yeah. both of those features. Um, yeah, and the buckstucker has been a, you know, great seller for us for a long, long time mm-hmm. in a, assume it'll continue to, to be that way. Oh, yeah. It's just great for if you're a tree stand hunter or, you know, need that shorter, lighter weight gun. That's just a really good solid gun. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. With the 24 inch barrel, you know, you're like you said, you're getting that compact design. Um, it is at a great price point too. So if mm-hmm. you're like, I'm just starting out, you know, I need something a little more compact. I'm going to be traipsing through some really dense brush, you know, the Buckstalker great price point to get into muzzle loading. Um, but you're still able to shoot out to 150 yards, which is for a lot of hunters as much as you're going to shoot anyway. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Super excited. I mean, traditions has done a great job in the past. Really can't speak highly enough of their brand. I mean, yeah. great people, great. 
uh, great products and I'm really excited about what they're doing. And um, I also kind of want to touch on, it's obviously not new for this year, but it's still kind of gaining popularity. I want to touch on the nitro fire. Ooh, yeah. Um, because we haven't, you know, we talked about it some last last week in our podcast, um, but I didn't want to mention that some more because it's just something new that's exciting. And um, even though it's not new for 2021, it did come out in 2020. And so I think it's still worth mentioning in this podcast. And so I know, Caleb, you have a lot of experience. You know, you handle a lot of the, <laughs> yeah. uh, you and Nate both handle a lot of the FFL as far as shipping that stuff. So I was wondering if you guys wanted to dive into, um, you know, some of that appeal of the fire stick and stuff like that. Sure. Yeah. Uh, you know, one of the things that is really great about that is, is uh, completely different from normal muzzlers, I'd say, is obviously the, the fire stick itself. It mm-hmm. just yeah. it uh, just pops right in the back and you put a 209 primer in there and you're ready to go. Put your drop your bullet in the front and, then, you know, so it is, is very, very different. No breech plug, you know, none mm-hmm. of that. A lot easier to clean. Um, the maintenance on it is going to be, you know, super easy. And I think that that appeals to a lot of people that, you know, maybe just looked at muzzleloader hunting and went, mm, yeah, it's too much work. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and there's a lot of, um, you know, with, with standard muzzleloading, there's, you have to, you know, you have to pay attention to what you're doing. There's a lot of, you know, just steps and processes. And that's really nice about the nitro fire is, you know, it takes away some of those steps and processes, yeah. you know, it takes away the measuring of the powder, you know, pouring the powder down the barrel. It's, it's one of the safest muzzleloaders, if not the safest muzzleloader around right now. Yeah. And yeah. so you're able to load it from the breech and unload it safely, you know, and, uh, you know, your, your bullet goes down, it sits on a shelf. So you're not concerned about, you know, packing down all the powder and stuff. So it's just really simplistic design Yeah. and you're not sacrificing any of the performance either because those fire sticks, they have the, uh, the triple eight powder in them, yeah. which is, um, it's, it's similar to like a black horn, I would say. So it's just yeah. a really potent powder yeah. and you're able to get really good velocity. Good velocities. Yep. And the other thing is you don't have to worry about getting wet powder or anything like that. It's fully contained, oh, yeah. you mm-hmm. know, drop yeah. that on the snow, whatever, doesn't matter. Pop it in there and you're still good to go. Well, yeah. for, for consistency, right. It's already pre-measured for you. Yeah. And precisely, like it's precisely measured to, I think they make a 100 grain fire stick and a 120 grain yeah. fire stick. Yep. And so, yeah, you don't have to worry about measuring. You know that every shot is going to be measured out exactly the same as the shot before it. So yeah, as far as consistency and accuracy, a lot of people are, are just being drawn to that. Cause like you said, it's very easy to, to load and maintain and clean. Um, I would just say the only the only tricky part about it is that you mentioned is it does require a 4473 yeah. um, to all 50 states. So um, you do have to um, send it to a licensed FFL dealer in your state to uh, acquire one. Yeah. So that's kind of, you do have to put a little more legwork to it, acquire one, but once mm-hmm. you do, it's yours. So yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. And you know, we've seen that with some other muzzleloaders too, like yeah. the Remington 700 um, and <laughs> things like that. But um Honestly, it's, I think it's, you know, if you're just getting into muzzleloading, if you're kind of intimidated, great place to start. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, and, you know, that gets you into it, gets you involved, and you can move move from there. Um, so let's go ahead and uh, move into our product of the day. So um, our muzzleloaders.com Genesis scope is something that we developed a couple of years back um, just because we wanted to make a scope that was at a reasonable price point that had good glass quality and that was you know, three to nine by 40, um, because that's going to do pretty much everything you need it to mm-hmm. for muzzleloading purposes. Um, and so we introduced the muzzleloaders.com Genesis 
And uh, I know, Nate, that you have actually done a, a lot of extensive testing with us, even beyond muzzle loaders. Yeah. Uh, I was hoping you could speak to that. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, one of the great things about it is just it, the glass quality for the price is just unbelievable. It, mm -hmm. You know, it's got great eye relief, which on, uh, you know, that price point scope is hard to find. And also, um, you know, I've shot it on a 30-06, 6.5 Creedmoor, stuff with a little bit more, you know, poof to it than than like a muzzle loader, which has more push, I would say, than snap. Sure. So, uh, you know, and just had great results. Uh, tracking on it, it's been fantastic. Haven't had any issues shooting just solid groups on everything I've put it on. Mm -hmm. And like I said, the glass quality and eye relief is, is fantastic. So I highly recommend one of those scopes to anybody in yeah, that's looking for one. So absolutely. I mean, when when I was in customer service, I kind of, I mean, that was that was one of the main scopes that I I pushed yeah. because you know it's a scope that I would want to use, you mm -hmm. know, and you, you're not going to find quality glass like that on a scope at that price point. Um, oh, yeah. You know, I would say it's comparable with scopes that are significantly higher in price oh, yeah, for, for sure. sure. And um, I know Caleb, you have a lot of customer feedback from that too. Yeah. Um, and what are what you know what's the general consensus from our customers on those scopes? Oh yeah, absolutely. We we have a lot of customers who, when they're buying a muzzleloader, they want to get an optic for it. Um, and it may be the case where, you know, I might want to buy a, a high um, or more expensive loophole or a night force scope, um, but they don't really know what they want. And so it's like, hey, if you just want an entry level scope that, you know, really low price point, but high quality, high quality glass, um, go with the Genesis scope. Um, and most of the time, that's what they stick with because, you know, they're only shooting between one and 300 yards anyway. And so it, it just works out great. And yeah, for the price point, it's only just a little bit more than the price of just the bare rifle itself. So yeah. and I would say for the most part, you know, that scope exceeds most people's expectations oh, yeah. on it, especially yeah. for the price point. And hey, you know what? It's it's ours. Yeah, it's lifetime guaranteed. If you don't like it and it's, you know, something breaks on it, send it back. We'll send you another one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Um, so with that, appreciate you guys' input on that one. We're going to go ahead and head to a break. And when we come back, we're going to be talking about new stuff with CVA. So stay tuned. All right. Thanks for bearing with us through that break. Um, we are here again with Nate Savage and Caleb, and we're going to be diving into CVA for this segment. Um, CVA has a bunch of new stuff. They really overhauled their their uh, Acura yep. line, and so a lot of stuff there. Also, going to be getting into the HTR things like that. Um, so, why don't we go ahead and kick this off with the LRX, um, and we'll go to Caleb with that one. I know you have lots of good information on that. So, yeah. So, obviously, the CVA Acura line has been very popular for CVA. It's their high end brake action series, mm -hmm. um, and yeah, they've had some great updates and upgrades for this year. Um, the LRX model still features their 30 inch long range barrel, um, but this time the barrels are threaded, so you yep. can put the new CVA muzzle brakes on there. Um, the LRX also has an updated adjustable stock, um, so instead of the thumb hole like they had in previous years, this is a fully adjustable stock, so you can change the cheek piece to to mm -hmm. your personal preference to what you want to shoot. Um, and they have a few new camo patterns and a few new Cerakote finishes on top of their nitride barrel. So you're getting the best protection on the inside and outside of the barrel as far as, you know, protection against pitting, rust, corrosion, all that bad stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, but you're getting some great new fresh colors that I think just look phenomenal. So, yeah. And you still get, you know, 30 inch barrel on the mm -hmm. LRX. Um, so, and it's available in a 45 and 50 caliber, um, yep. which is really nice. You're able to have that versatility. You're able to shoot, 
you know, ELRs out of both those. They have the 50 mm-hmm. and 45 ELRs. Um, you're able to get that muzzle brake, which I think is important because uh, we get a lot of people in our community, you know, when they're shooting these, you know, magnum muzzlers with 150 grains or 120 of Blackhorn that are just, you know, it's like, man, it's, it's quite a bit of recoil. Mm-hmm. You know, we want some reduction in that. And so CVA delivered. They threaded their barrels and they produce a good muzzle brake that works really well. Um, and so that's a really nice thing. Um, and it, it, it's kind of, it's, it's like bittersweet. Cause I'm sad to see the old, uh, you know, Acuras go away, Sure, but the LRX and the extreme series, you know, the MRX, those things are so, so sick. You know, I'm super excited to <laughs> yeah, they're get my hands be on really those. cool. And I also think one of the things that is, is really cool about them, you know, that the LR Acura has already shot phenomenally. I mean, that's, mm-hmm. yeah. that's what I use. And, um, you know, these ones with the free floating barrel should shoot, you know, even better than the last ones. Yeah. And they mm-hmm. do come with uh, the, the adjustable cheek pieces, Caleb mm-hmm. said, which is cool. So you can shoot some of those higher end op- optics, you know, that might have yep. a, a bigger bell on them or whatnot. And you need to get your, your face up into the scope a little bit yeah. better. Mm-hmm. And uh, the ones that come, you know, they're going to come with a, a rail as well, which is pretty yep. sweet. And I'm, I'm glad you mentioned that because it's interesting because before – We'd have a lot of people mention, oh, I want to shoot open sights on the Acura MR, for mm-hmm. instance. And the comb of the stock wasn't designed for that, and you're kind of just out of luck. Mm-hmm. But with the new uh, with the new models, you're able to adjust that. So no matter whether you're using open sights, scope, you're able to get that perfect fit um, no matter what you're using. And so yep. you're using open sights or scope, you're going to get what you need. Um, and so that kind of leads us into the MRX, um, which is really exciting as well. Uh, and that's going to be, you know, the other model of Acura that they're introducing. And so, Nate, I want you to go ahead and let us know what what's going on with the MRX. Sure, yeah. So it's going to be really similar to the LRX. Um, you know, obviously this is the mountain rifle version, so it is going to be a little bit shorter on the barrel, which they didn't mm. change um, the MR barrel length this year um, from 25 to 26 mm-hmm. inches, yep. which, uh, you know, uh, is going to give you just a slight bit of uh, more velocity but, yep yeah uh, yeah so yeah really similar to the lrx uh, it's going to be i'm super excited mm-hmm. yeah yeah and you get the nice thing you're getting some really sweet upgrades the mr was already the mr was was one of my favorites from cva's lineup um just because one i think it looks cool and i don't care what anybody says the look is important <laughs> and yeah. um and i think that it's also it's one of their lighter weight models um more compact and uh, in Eastern Oregon, you know, we have a lot of, you know, terrain that's difficult to traverse, mm-hmm. you know, lots of blowdowns, lots of things you just don't want to be over encumbered. Um, and so that was one of the big things I liked about that. And so you're getting a muzzleloader. I think that the MRX weighs in about seven pounds. Um, and so it's still threaded. You get the threaded muzzle mm-hmm. you get, um, in it, it's also available in 45 or 50, which is something that yeah. the other MR was not. It was only available in 50 mm-hmm. caliber, which is pretty sweet. Um, so really excited about that. And, um, you know, the 26, because they got rid of the beloved Acura V2 uh, with the 27-inch barrel, which yeah. was always nice because that was like your Swiss Army knife. You know, you you reached out to pretty long ranges. It was also good close distance. Yep. You could put open sights on it. That was just a, a really good one. And I like that they went with sort of a middle of the road option where instead of 27 and 25, you just have the 26 mm-hmm. and um, you're still going to get that, you know, sort of Swiss army knife feel where you have yeah. a muzzler that's going to do everything. Um, so just really stoked that that's, uh, 
in the works for them and i think it's going to be a great option so and and something that you mentioned nate i wanted to touch on um all of these these new mrx and lrx models are available with either a williams scope rail or a williams peep sight setup Mm -hmm. so that's something they've never done before the lrx or excuse me the lr models uh, in previous years only had a scope mount configuration yeah. yep. mm-hmm. so now you can get both of these models with a not just an open sight setup but a dedicated peep sight setup which is nice yep. or a scope rail so if you were going to use a 30 millimeter tube scope or a one inch tube scope you can just buy the rings for whatever application and it already has a rail set up for it yeah yeah absolutely and uh you know just really you know williams is also i'm i'm glad they're going with williams too because williams is really esteemed they make really good stuff um, you know, we worked with them on the Western Precision site, you know, mm-hmm. and Williams has been really popular for a long time on our website. And so it's sweet that, you know, you're getting that when you go with, when you purchase one of these muzzle loaders, yeah. you're getting that, you know, a rail or whatever you want. So really excited about that too. Um, so the next one is we're going to jump into the, the big splash for the year, which is the HTR, the Paramount HTR, which, yeah. uh, with that comes the inclusion of the 40 caliber. Which is very exciting, um, yeah. and I think that uh, it, that's kind of what everybody's waiting to hear about is our thoughts, our opinions on what that is, how that's going to perform, what we think about it. And so with that, let's go ahead and have Caleb, why don't you just kind of dive into that, give us the uh, all the information on that one. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, obviously the Paramount being mm-hmm. released by CVA already made a big splash Yep, and really just extended your long-range muzzleloading out past 300 400 500 yards and so um you know they released the paramount and then later the paramount pro and the htr is somewhere right in the middle um and so like you said you're getting the the extra calibers you're getting 40 45 um but yeah it's just a um an amazing step in their paramount line that they've done the Mm -hmm. htr features the htr stock of course which is fully adjustable um and it still has all of the same Remington 700 platform um, mm-hmm. that I wanted Nate to kind of touch on. Um, he's kind of the the go-to on that kind the of stuff. Guru, if you the, will. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the centerfire stuff. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, that is one thing that is, I'm just super excited about with all the uh, Paramounts. Is you know it's based on a Remington 700 short action. So whatever rail you want to use, if you like tallies, if you like Warren, you know whatever, just slap it on there. Um, you. you a lot of guys nowadays are super into customized triggers. Uh, you can do trigger techs, which we are going to, we're a dealer for trigger techs, so we will offer that option on our website. Uh, you know, if you're a Timney guy or whatever, any any Remington 700 platform setup will work on that, which is amazing. Uh, just really cool. And, of course, you know, they do make these rifles look cooler every single year, and I yeah. don't care what you say. <laughs> you will be more successful in the woods if you have a cooler-looking rifle. I mean, it's true. <laughs> yep. a piece of, it's a peace of mind type thing. That's right. Yeah, exactly. That's right. So that's why you wear Sitka gear, too. It's like, that's man, right, yeah. Like, I don't, at least I look cool. <laughs> yeah. You know, <laughs> Nothing else. Um, but, uh, yeah, so, and I, man, just the forty caliber is something that I really, yeah. you oh, know, because yeah. the HDR is really cool. But what CVA really did was the 40 cal. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, we saw a similar buzz with the 45 yeah. when it came out in 2019. Um, you know, Caleb and I got to be at SHOT Show that year. Uh, mm-hmm. We got to see the, you know, we got to see them firsthand. And they were, um, you know, everybody was freaking out. The 45 caliber. <laughs> it was spectacular. And it was, it was, it was, it was and still is awesome. Um, but now with the 40 caliber, 
you're you're it's all started up again you know yeah. there's even more buzz like man you know 2800 feet per second out of a muzzle loader like insane that's crazy yeah. Um, and yeah, your ballistics with that are closer to a 300 win mag, which is another thing that is just awesome. Yeah. Yep. And I mean, the ballistic coefficient they're getting with the, the 40 caliber ELR bullet is, you know, it's unreal. It's just, I mean, you can't really, there's nothing else really that compares to it at this point in time. And so that's really what I want to talk about is, yep. you know, going into some of those ballistics. And so Nate, I was wondering if you wanted to kind of touch on the, you know, a little bit more in depth on the ballistics of the, you know, 40 cal and why that's going to be uh, a good thing and beneficial. Sure. Yeah. I mean, it just it really allows you to just reach out there like never sure. before, like I said, closer to 300 wind mag ballistics, um, as far as drop goes, uh, you can just get that energy out there, you know, speed translates into energy. Mm-hmm. You know, the more speed you got out of a bullet when it hits an animal, it's going to do a whole lot more damage. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. just a, a really cool platform. Uh, you know, we're going to do, you know, keep an eye on our YouTube channel because I can't divulge what's going to happen, but we're going to be doing some cool stuff with that. Yep. So, yep. Really excited about that. Um, and I think that, too, with the additional velocity and with the higher ballistic coefficient, you're able to carry lethal velocity mm-hmm. farther. Yes. And you're still able to hold those groups. And so... Um, Paramount HTR and the 40 cal, which is also, it's going to be available in the Paramount Pro. Um, mm-hmm. And so um, that kind of leads me into the next questions that I had. So when I first heard they were coming out with another Paramount, the first question that came to my mind is they're introducing another one. Like it, how can things get any better? You know, <laughs> yeah. it's like the Paramount Pro is, is, you know, about as good as it gets, you know, and then you have the regular Paramount if you don't want to jump up to the Paramount Pro. So I was like, is there really room for an, another Paramount model in that lineup? And, uh, you know, I have come to the conclusion that absolutely there is. Um, but I wanted to get your guys' opinions on, you know, some of the reasons why. Like, because if somebody's hearing this, like, man, another Paramount, why is that important? Because I think it really is. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I, I wholeheartedly agree. Yes, there is room for the HTR. Um, you know, the biggest thing to look at right off the bat, you know, the Paramount comes in right at 850, 900, um, d- depending, right? And yeah, then yeah. the Paramount Pro is about $800 more, mm-hmm. which, um, it's a big you jump. know, it's yep. a, it is a big jump. And, you know, some people just aren't, you know, I don't really need that, that um, all the high features of the Paramount Pro, but I want just something a little bit extra than the Paramount. Well, that's really where the HTR fits in right in the middle, you know, absolutely. You're getting the new 40 caliber that the Paramount pro has. Um, but you're still getting, you know, the fully adjustable trigger or not the fully adjustable stock kind of mm-hmm. option yep. from the Paramount. Yep. Um, and yeah, you're meeting right in the middle. So it's like, Hey, I'm still getting some, some great high end features. I'm still able to shoot out to 500 yards. I'm getting that new 40 caliber or 45. Um, but yeah, the new 40 caliber option. Um, mm-hmm. and you know, I'm just right in, right in the middle of the road there. Yeah, and that kind of brings me into weights too. I mean, you know, you can never customize something. People love to customize things. They yeah. like to pick and choose and have what they want. And I think with the HTR, that kind of hits that that mark. You know, if you if you have the Paramount, you know that it's got the um, the HMR stock on it, which mm-hmm. is a little yep. bit can be a little bit heavier. You know, so the HTR is going to be a little bit lighter with a more lightweight stock set up, uh, and then. Uh, you know, just a fantastic stock. Or if you jump to the pro, then of course you're going with the gray bow stock. So yep. just, uh, I think all three have just completely different things that people are looking for. And mm-hmm. that really with the third one now, it gives that 
customization to just really define what you want out of your muzzle loader. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that like Caleb said, you know, with, I think really the, the price difference is kind of the key thing here mm-hmm. because, um, you know, when you start with the standard paramount, which is, you know, a thousand bucks thereabout, and, um, you know, you move into the paramount pro, which, you know, is, you know, in the $1,800 price range, mm-hmm. you know, always yeah. depending, but you're, you're looking at a huge, huge jump mm-hmm. and people want to shoot the 40 cal. Um, and so they brought out the HTR, which gives you some, you know, like he said, you get some of those features, you get the lighter weight, um, you get the adjustable cheek piece, um, like you get with the standard paramount. Mm-hmm. And so you get a bunch of these cool things for a much, uh, a much more, you know, uh, you know, an easier jump. And mm-hmm. so, uh, just really, I'm, I'm excited. I, we haven't gotten any of those HTRs in yet, but, uh, rest assured when we get some in, we will be doing testing and all kinds of stuff with those. Um, and so if there's anything that you guys would like to see with that HTR, let us know, um, either comment if you're watching this on YouTube or shoot us an email, give us a phone call, let us know what you want us to do, because really we're just here to provide content for you guys. Like Mm -hmm. we're here to share, you know, information. We're here to do stuff. That's cool. We're here to have fun. And we want to share that with, you know, all of our, you know, all of our listeners. And so let us know what you want us here because that's what we, that's all we really care about. And so, yeah. um, you know, moving on from that, I think we're going to go ahead and jump into a, another quick break. And then we have some more cool stuff when we come back. So stay tuned. All right. Thanks for bearing with us through that break. Um, so I did want to make sure that we finished off everything that we want to chat about with the HTR. So, uh, does anybody have anything, any other comments they wanted to make on that? Yeah. I, I just had something small. Um, and, Many of the the members of our muzzleloader community that I've chatted with, I usually give this little spiel. Um, you know, everything in the muzzleloader industry normalized right after 2010 to be basic, pretty much strictly 50 caliber in the mm-hmm. modern inline market. And so, you know, with CVA coming out with their 45 caliber options was was huge. You know, kind of getting back to those 45 caliber roots. Well, now that they're coming out with the 40 caliber, that's just that's even better, right? Just the you can just see that the muzzleloader um just the market just everything is just expanding um, mm-hmm. offering yeah. just more customized calibers more things um and so the biggest thing i wanted to touch on is powerbelt is producing a 40 caliber elr mm-hmm. to go specifically into the um the htr 40 caliber and the paramount pro 40 caliber um and so i have had some concerns where it's like well hey 40 caliber is is a pretty new caliber in general for muzzle loading like how like how am i going to find projectiles and things for it um and yeah just rest assured i know powerbelt is designing their elr which um has been has worked great in the 45 and 50 caliber options they're just making another one for the 40 cal mm-hmm. and since this is i think it's revolutionary just a 40 caliber option the more it gains in popularity I have no doubt that there's going to be more options coming yeah, out in the yeah. near future. So, yeah. you know, the more uh, of publicity that it gets, the more time that it's just out and available for us to, to shoot and use, mm-hmm. um, you know, 40 caliber options are going to be more, more prevalent. So yeah, just stay tuned. It's, it's all going to be coming up. So sweet. Uh, actually what you're saying kind of brought something to my mind too, of like, you know, what, you know, people that are listening to this, it can seem kind of overwhelming with just all, I mean, that really what we're talking about is a pretty small section of all the muzzleloaders mm-hmm. out there. So it can be a little overwhelming if you're looking to uh, get into muzzleloading and you're looking to buy one. Um, and so it's kind of what muzzleloaders appeal to different members of our community. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just talking about like the, the pursuit, 
vapor. You know, that's lightweight. If you're doing backcountry hunting, that's the one you want to go with. If you're doing lots of hiking, um, but you know, specifically with the Paramount um, versus the Paramount HTR, you know, both of those are available in 45 caliber, and so there is a, a little bit of a weight difference. So the HTR is a little bit lighter. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you're going to be sitting in a tree stand or a ground blind for a long time, long periods mm-hmm. of time, and you want to go with the 45 caliber, then the standard Paramount's probably still the way to go. You know, yeah, because you're able to get. Um, you know, cause you're no, you don't really care about the weight as much because you're not doing lots of walking. And so, uh, really there is, you know, there is a nice weight difference, but if you want to stick with 45 and you're going to be doing lots of walking, then the HTR is a great option. And so, um, early, the nice thing is that there's, there's, um, in 2021, there's a muzzle loader for everyone. Yeah. Um, no matter what you're wanting to do, no matter what application you're wanting to use it for. Uh, whether it's competition shooting, which is, you know, coming up, especially, you know, there's long range muzzle loading is really coming up oh, yeah. uh, in popularity. And the HTR is, you know, a great muzzle mm-hmm. for that. Yeah. Um, Paramount Pro is great for that as well as, you know, if you're going to be doing some hunting, you know, if you want, if you're going to be doing hunting from a ground blind, you know, yeah. there's a muzzle loader for that. So just really think about that. Think about what you want to do. And if you're having any trouble at all, give us a call because um, our customer service team is familiar with, all these muzzle loaders, they are familiar with all the different applications. If you have any questions, don't hesitate to give us a call because we actually really enjoy chatting with you and just talking about all this stuff. And Absolutely. I and would so. say that there's no reason to have the mindset of buy the most expensive thing you can afford. Sure. That, yeah. that is definitely not the case. Like, no, yeah. give us a call. We will talk you through it, figure out what you need, what you don't need. You know, mm-hmm. that's what we're here for. Yeah. And that's, that's really the nice thing is, you know, we we want to make sure each of our customers are taken care of in a way that is um, best for them. Yeah. You know, cause I, the paramount's not for everybody, yeah. you know, it's sometimes what you Absolutely. need is something else. And so we want to make sure we walk you through that and help you out. So um, with that was, was there anything you wanted to touch on at all, Nate, with the paramounts or, yeah. okay, sweet. Um, so we're going to go ahead and do our tech tip of the day, which is uh, how to store your barrel properly um, for more extended times. And so, uh, if we're going to do like, you know, you get done hunting, you're going to, uh, store it for the year. How do you keep rust out of your barrel? And it's kind of what we're going for. And there's a few different ways you can go about that. Um, I personally have had rust issues. I was keeping my, all my guns, including one of my muzzle loaders in my basement. And typically it's not as humid here, but in my basement, it was very humid apparently. And I got, (laughs) I got a lot of, um, I had some rust problems that I had to work through, but one thing that I did is I got a dehumidifier and put it down there and that worked really, really well. And mm-hmm. you don't know how humid your air is until you get a dehumidifier and you're pouring out like a cup of water every yeah. day. It's like, man, there's, <laughs> there's a lot of moisture down here. Yeah. Yeah. But um, that's one thing definitely want to make sure is, you know, you're storing it in a dry environment, whether that's in a gun safe with a dehumidifier or silica packets or whatever you're trying to do to fight that moisture. But that's going to be your, your key thing. Um, as well as oil and, you know, rust prevent. So mm-hmm. a lot of the manufacturers yeah. make ru- really good rust prevent stuff. And what I do is uh, you just, you know, clean your gun, get it all nice and, and all the residue out of there, and then just run, you know, a, a rust prevent patch down and, you know, wipe down the outside of the barrel so it's nice and oiled. Um, you yeah. can use any other oil as well. Just something to keep, something that's a little bit of a barrier between any of the elements and your, your barrel. So, and I know, Nate, you've had, Similar experience to me. Oh, yeah. And so <laughs> you want to expand on that a little bit? Yeah, absolutely. I, I mean, I had mine. Mine was even in my house. wasn't in my basement. So mm-hmm. I just had it upstairs and, uh, you know, in a room upstairs. And 
I don't know what happens up there when I'm not home, but sure. apparently it's really humid up there. <laughs> <laughs> Sun hits the roof and it gets hot, and I don't know. But, yeah, I, uh, I've had a similar situation where I went in there one day and looked at my rifle, and I was just flabbergasted. It's <laughs> like, oh, man, this is not how I take care of my rifles. And yeah. so, uh, yeah, got a dehumidifier and started just making sure I was oiling really well and 100% mm -hmm. took care of yeah. the problem. So. And I think I get one thing that I kind of want to mention, too, is is – when you get surface rust, because that happens, mm -hmm. um, you know, it's, it's something that, you know, both of us have experienced. I'm sure mm -hmm. Caleb, you've yep. dealt with it too. And, um, what is, what's the best way to eliminate that once it's already become a problem? You're like, Oh shoot, you know, now it's great that I know this, but it's too mm -hmm. late. How do I get rid of the surface rust when it's already there? Um, so I, how did you do it on yours? Well, they make some great products out there. You know, uh, before I knew about those great products, I had to figure it out on my own, but <laughs> <laughs> you know, I just used like a, a porous rag and some, uh, some, just some different products I found. Mm -hmm. I think I used just a little bit of boar butter worked really well with a porous rag mm -hmm. and, sure. and it buffed that surface rust right off, but they do make some specially treated pads specifically for that reason that you can mm -hmm. buy. And yeah, those, I've also used those, uh, recently and those work yeah. fantastic. Awesome. Yeah. That's good information too. Cause you know, that it does happen, you know, sometimes you have to know how to get rid of that. So, um, with that, you know, I really appreciate all of you guys joining us today. Uh, Caleb, Nate, thanks for being on the podcast. And, uh, if you have any questions, give us a call. Uh, like we said, we're happy to chat with you and, um, you know, we will, be with you next week so make sure to stay tuned we got lots of awesome stuff next week so uh stay tuned and have a great week remember shoot straight shoot often have a blessed week